castles and coasters, capes and cows. You are now tuned into the Disney Holic Show. Hello and welcome to the Disney Holic Show. That's Jen Diz. And that's my TV. Welcome to an upside down and all around episode where Disney enchantment, Star Wars wisdom, and Marvel thrills converge. We're listening to Disney fan chatter today, everything from the parks, movies, and TV. always have to remind people that the band that plays a fun intro song for our podcast is Fat Cat Swinger. And last week we were talking about them because you went to go see them at the parks. That's right. I get to a little, a little dose of them every week, even if I can't there make it down to Disneyland. <laughs> All right. So you're welcome. Just kidding. <laughs> you're welcome. Okay. So I was in a roller coaster mood. For the last few days. Don't ask me why. I think probably just like YouTube rabbit holes that I went down. And then I thought, oh, let's do a fun game. So we are about to go right into a game today. It's called Mike TV Presents the Roller Coaster Up and Down Game. Wow. All right. Ooh. Oh, I know what this is. Do you recognize that song? I thought that was going to be the beginning of Standing Tall. No, wait, that's Perfect Strangers. What's the one where they're at Magic Mountain? (laughs) Perfect Strangers with (laughs) Balky. Oh, my goodness. What's the one where they're on the roller coaster at Magic Mountain? Oh, uh, Step by Step. Step by Step. Day by Day. Yep. So, uh, no, that was the... Intro music to Mike TV Roller Coaster Tycoon. Roller Coaster oh. Up and Down Game. <laughs> no, but for real, if anyone else noticed it, it's from the Walt Disney VHS home videotape intros. How cute. Yes, I knew it did sound familiar from somewhere. That's, that's cute. What the sound I love was. it. But today we are using it for the roller coaster game. So the way this game works is I'm going to challenge you to name some attractions, very specific attractions. Ooh, okay. I'm going to start. Oh, and you know, I might pepper in some fun facts along the way because we love that too. I might actually do good at this game. Finally. I hope so. Best of luck and to our listeners out there as well. Starting with Disneyland. Name four roller coasters in Disneyland Park. Okay, we have Space Mountain. We have Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. We have... (laughs) wait Matterhorn the Matterhorn and roller coasters hmm am I totally forgetting one is it Indiana Jones adventure is that considered a roller coaster no it is Gadget's Go Coaster which has now been renamed freaking Gadget's get out of here right it's now called uh I don't know. Chippendales or something. Chippendales Gadget <laughs> Coaster. Something like they just kind of like, like that, yeah. shuffled the, the name there. 
Uh, that is correct. You've named the four Disneyland roller coasters. So some fun facts here. Big Thunder Mountain Railroad is inspired by a real canyon in Utah. And that's where like the red rock formations come from. The specific canyon is Bryce Canyon that the Imagineers were inspired by. Often referred to as the wildest ride in... The Wilderness. Yeah, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. <laughs> That's It's such a good coaster. It will forever be a good coaster. And it's such a yes. good, like, all-ages coaster, but it doesn't dumb it down for kids at all. It's still thrilling. It's a good one. Totally. Love, love, love. Um, Gadgets Go Coaster. So we talked about how that is now the Chippendale one. That's over in Toontown. Uh, Matterhorn Bobsleds. Did you know that it was the first tubular steel track roller coaster in the world at the time in 1959 I did. it's that a modern right? marvel modern marvel it's also known for a true urban legend which is very rare a true secret a true theory not theory but a thing that people talk about and they're like is it true is it true there really is what inside of the mountain a- basketball court basketball court that's one of those ones that just seems phony and then you're like oh my god no it's true yes there's a basketball court and there's tons of pictures now of it that you could see just like one a one hoop little court where you could play on your break type of thing space mountain who composed the ride ride soundtrack so there was several um who composed i think the one that was like in the 2000s Oh, my God. I'm going to be so mad if I can't remember his name. Wait, in the 2000s? It was Michael Gia something. Da, yeah. da, da. Giacchino, who directed Giacchino. very recently. A whole bunch of stuff. I don't know. What are you no, going for? No, it was his for? first movie that he directed. And we were oh. like, oh, my gosh, that was so good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I can't remember. What was it? Oh, I don't know. That's why I'm asking. This is not part of my oh, quiz. Oh, shoot. <laughs> I, I can't remember, but I remember his name popping up and freaking out. I was like, wait, what? And I remember at being at the expo and being like, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. Do you he- remember us at the expo yelling his name? We're like, Space <laughs> we're like, Mountain. Space, Space Mountain. <laughs> yeah. That's right. We're yelling Space Mountain because we're talking about uh, things he's composed because he's done a lot. Yes. And we're like, Space he's done Mountain, a lot come on, with give Pixar. him credit music. And then he did the Space Mountain attraction and directed his first film or should i say special feature werewolf by night for marvel uh, that is cool that is very cool so yeah i I liked that version of space mountain that one it was like fun same it was like right like rock but still futuristic and it was like that song um the circus of the animals right but it's like in french yeah 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 that is that always comes up as either trivia or we're playing like mouse in a box or something. And I think I remember that coming up too. Yeah. All right. Do, 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 do. Oh, wait, that's the old one. Surf guitar. Surf guitar. Carry roller on. coaster. Up and down game. <laughs> we are going over to Walt Disney World. What is Goofy's roller coaster at Disney World? It is the Barnstormer. Correct. Now. Yes. You're going to tell me which park that's in. It's in the Magic Kingdom. Now for the ultimate challenge. Do you think you can do it? Absolutely. Bring it. Okay. Name six other roller coaster based attractions in Disney World. All of Disney World. Six. 
Go. Oh, okay. Cosmic Rewind. Um, the Mind Train. Seven Dwarves Mind Train. Tron. Ooh, good one. You're so modern. A rock and roller coaster. <laughs> What'd you say? I said, you're so modern. I love it, Tron. <laughs> it's, it's so new and fresh still to me. Yeah. Cosmic Rewind, too. And then I need two more. Um, uh, Expedition Everest. Mm -hmm. And is there another one in Hollywood Studios? I feel like there should be, but I don't think there is. You are at the right Is there another park. one in Magic Kingdom? Huh? You were at the right park. At Hollywood? Yep. Rock and roller coaster. What else do they have? It's a roller coaster in there. It's, I, it's quite blinking? a fun one. I think I remember when we went on it oh. with Nicole. Nicole really loved it. Slinky Dog. Slinky Dog Dash in Toy Story Land. Wow, you got them. You got the six other coasters, and that totals yes. to seven with Goofy's Barnstormer. Now we have some fun facts. Which of those roller coaster attractions has the most complex animatronic ever built at the time by Disney Imagineering? Built at the time. Um, I'm going to say Seven Dwarves Mine Train. Ooh, which animatronic are you thinking of? Not Snow White with her arm off. First of all, that video was going oh my around God, I saw that. a couple Amazing. weeks ago. Yeah. Bouncing around with one arm. That is so disturbing, and it shouldn't. Kids should not see that. I don't like that. <laughs> it's very disturbing. Um, so while, while you're thinking of the answers, uh, what we saw in videos going around social media was the end of the mine train coaster at Magic Kingdom. When you pull up to the station, you get about ten seconds in front of the cottage, and you see the dwarfs and seven and Snow White and the dwarfs, and they're dancing. And the spooky witch is outside the window looking in. But something got messed up and her arm, Snow White's arm got like stuck to one of the dwarfs. And it was dancing around with her arm half off. And then she just had like a flimsy skin sleeve that was just <laughs> flopping around as they were still smiling and dancing. It's very disturbing. Nightmarish. I was dying laughing. Like, where is that arm? Like on the ground somewhere. And they're just bouncing around on top of it. These animatronics like... So gross. Weird. Um, so, it's not man. The, it's not Seven Dwarfs. I can't think of anywhere else that even has animatronics because Cosmic Rewind doesn't. Tron doesn't. Um, Rock and Roller Coaster doesn't. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train's out. Barnstormer doesn't. And what were the other two? Slinky Dog doesn't. So what's the last one I can't remember right now that obviously has the most updated animatronic? Well, first of all, it's just working by strobe light today. Oh, I forgot he was even there. Disco Yeti, Expedition Everest. I'm so sad. I feel so bad. I didn't even think about him. Isn't that Aww. crazy? Yeah, it went from being the most complex ever to now defunct in B mode. Static. Oof. My crazy. goodness. Poor guy. Um, all right, but you did guess all of the coasters correct. So good job on Disney yes. World. Good job on Disneyland. We are now going to go you. international. I'm going to start with a park that you did go to, which is Disneyland Paris. But I don't know okay. if the movie studio park was there when you're there, but we're going to be talking about both parks together, the whole resort. Name okay. Four roller coaster based attractions at the Disneyland Oof. Paris Resort. 
Okay, I can only think of three. Let's see if it comes to me as I'm saying these. So Space Mountain. And then Indiana Jones there is a roller coaster. Uh-huh. Do you know what it's called? And no. the blah blah blah. I don't think no. anyone could guess it. It's and the Temple of Peril. Temple of Peril. Yeah, I don't remember that. Um, and then Crush's Coaster. I don't Crush's know if coaster. it has a cooler name. Yeah, that's it. It's called Crush's Coaster. And then the fourth one, is it Rock and Roller Coaster there also? I'm going to give you that because that is what it was for a long time. It recently got remodeled to fit into Avengers Campus. And it is now called right. Avengers Flight Force. But it's the same track. And I think they just updated the scenery. I have not been okay. on it. I have not seen video of it either. But um, curious to see how they turned it, how that turned out. Yeah, Indiana Jones. So it has an inversion, which is not very t- typical of Disney parks. I think we have like the, uh, I'm not going to say where, but we have a couple of other that go upside down, but not not that many. So that's cool that their Indiana Jones has that. Uh, which ones have you been on? Just hyperspace? All or of just the above. Space? Which, by the way, I that is now permanently hyperspace mountain. I'm 90% sure. Oh, I did not know that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's also been 10 years since I went there, but. (laughs) So Indiana Jones, you did go on that one? I did. Nice. Nice. Very cool. It was pretty funny because in my experience, at least, we were very underwhelmed. So we walked up and you could see like the queue is outdoors and you see this beautiful temple and then you walk through it and realize, at least this is what I remember, you guys, it was pretty flat. Like it was a facade. And then there's just this like roller coaster track behind it where you go on this roller coaster and it's like a kind of carnival-y almost, but like Oof. bigger. But it didn't, it, it wasn't like fully decked out like you would expect a Disney theme park roller coaster to be. Yeah. It's, so, I heard that it budget. was one of those off the shelf ones that they themed after. Because I think yeah. there's something. That's what it looks um, like. Our game show today is not going to Tokyo because neither of us know all the rides there. But uh, I think their Indiana Jones ride there at Disney Sea is kind of the same. And when I saw it in person, it looked, it was giving me goofy Sky School, but with really cool (laughs) themes or scenery because they did a good job at Disney Sea anyways, at least over there. Right. Uh, But anyways, all right. So let's bring it all the way back to where it started at Disneyland Resort. And we are going to go across the Esplanade to Disney California Adventure. I've I've spoiled like almost all the answers to this already. But what are (laughs) the the two roller coasters that you can find at DCA? Two roller coasters. Why am I actually only able to think of one? I've said them this both really already weird. over the last five minutes by accident. Oh, okay. Incredicoaster's one. Uh-huh. Um, and the other, what the heck? I would say I said it about 40 seconds ago or less. Oh, shoot. What the heck <laughs> were you talking about 40 seconds ago? We were in peril 40 seconds ago. Oh, Indiana Jones in peril. Paris. No, there's no Indiana Jones over there. I don't know where you're going with that. Peril. <laughs> it's a off-the-shelf attraction that you can just buy from the roller coaster store. And Eisner sure did. Yeah, and Credit Coaster. No, Credit Coaster is, oh my God, that is one of the be- most beautiful designed old-timey 
coasters. I'm talking about Goofy's Sky School. Oh, <laughs> my God. I can't believe you just mentioned that. I always forget about that ride because it's a, a nightmare, a living nightmare. A living nightmare. It's also called a wild mouse ride. Like, literally, there's a catalog where you could buy these attractions, and it's one yeah. of those. <laughs> yeah. I think Great America bought one at some point and some other theme park. It's like a good, like, filler attraction. But here we are. It's and they're still there. small. They go up instead of, like, wide, right? Yeah. Like, like, you could fit that in the middle of, like, a mall or something if you wanted yeah. to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shopping mall. <laughs> uh, good job. And for those playing along, I hope you got some of those correct Funs, ups, and downs. Can't wait to get back to the parks and ride some coaster attractions. Yeah. So I thought it's another good time for us to dip our foot into Reddit and see what the Disney fan community chatter is like. Let's do it. All right. Let's take a peek in there. Okay. So one of the really good (laughs) subreddit threads that I've been following is about what is your favorite animatronic from a defunct attraction so i want to hear your answer first and then i'll tell you about what other fans are saying okay um favorite animatronic from a defunct attraction the first thing i think of is the big troll from maelstrom in epcot and he's like get out or something (laughs) like that it's so scary oh my god that is the Um, number one no way! Fan Are response. you serious? Yep, it's the Maelstrom <laughs> Trolls, plural. Yes, and it's just, and Stan it's Maelstrom. Like, back, nice. back over the falls, they quote it. I guess that's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> that's very cool. That's where the big snowman dude is right now, right? Yeah, yeah. Nice. Wait. Or is it Elsa? No, I think it's where Elsa is. Oh, pushes you back. Because he sends you backwards there, yeah. That makes sense. Oh, so it holds a special place in a lot of people's hearts. Wow, I'm very impressed that he's number one. Yeah. That's very cool. I think if I were going to guess one, and mine, not guess one, if I were to say one, I had the luxury of seeing a whole list of other fans once, so I don't think I would have thought of it right away, but my favorite animatronic from a defunct ride has to be something from the great movie ride because they are oh it's my gosh, so much so cool in there and i'm gonna go xenomorph with, i'm oh I, it's a tie between the wicked witch because that is just so classic it's classic uh cinema to see that come to life or ellen ripley from alien because it's so oh unexpected that all of a sudden the ride took a turn into this rated r horror movie sci-fi movie uh, but yeah there was some can we get a shout out though can we get a shout out for the Ellen animatronic from <laughs> yep. Ellen's Energy Adventure? Yes, that was a very yes, scary please. looking animatronic. And they sent it to her and she put it on her show and it's really weird looking. <laughs> the whole thing is weird. It's the skin, just the skin. <laughs> just the skin. Um, some other animatronics that were on the great movie ride were like there was a Gene Kelly on the pole singing in the rain. A lot of good stuff there. Um, at one point, the women doing the choreographed dancing moved around, but now it was, it, they kept it static for a while with like a screen over it. But um, yeah, yeah. When you, when you start saying it out loud, I kind of start to side with the people who are bummed out that Runaway Railway <laughs> took over its spot. Yeah, it was a really cool ride. Um, if that was a live studio place, I would be even more upset. Like, if, like come on, you yeah, have to have something for that well then, right? With it. Uh, all right, yeah. some other contenders that made it to the Reddit subthread, the whatever it's called, subreddit. Dreamfinder and the Dreammobile. 
oh, why didn't I say that? No, oh, the troll still is so fucking cool, but oops. Um, <laughs> I haven't seen but, Dreamfinder, so I'm, uh, I'm yeah. sad. I wish I got to see that. Oh, it was really, really cool. Can I guess one? I just, oh, yeah. Can I guess another Epcot one? Um, Buzzy. Buzzy did not make it See to on the there? list. Let me even, let me search. No, nobody said Buzzy. I'm surprised, but somebody sure did steal him. He sure did. <laughs> Out of there. <laughs> uh, okay, so a few other contenders before we go to the next one is the Sea Serpent from Under the Sea Submarine Ooh, at Disneyland. Did very it move? Cool. I guess it did. Right, the eyes with the tongue or something. Yeah, it like the eyes were like woo, 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 like it's crazy lovely. eyes, like going okay. around in circle. Um, and then there was one here that, um, <laughs> yeah, it is gone. So when we went back to ride Snow White after they updated it, that wasn't that long ago. They took out the scary witch that would come out, right? That would flip around with the apple in your face. Uh, no, she's still there. Is it still there? Oh. That part's still there. They got rid of the trees. Oh. But they were animatronics. Um, Somebody wrote that. They said the scary witch from the Snow White now gone, extending out the poison apple. The one that maybe that was from Disney World. Oh, could be. Ooh. (laughs) Um, and then lastly, oh look, I see a couple of other wicked witches. Oh wait, I'm sorry. They do have okay. The witch that turns around is still there, but the witch that was dipping the poison apple, I think, is gone. There was and one. And also the witch that comes out of the tunnel is gone. That's the one so that a couple they're of her. thinking of. Yeah, that one's gone. Okay. Right? Where she comes That one's out for of the sure boat. gone. Yeah, it has that new like yeah. frame in there that shatters. Right. Okay, yeah, that is gone and that is sad. It is very scary. My cousin, she doesn't listen. Marissa, shout out to her anyways. She's horrified of this <laughs> of that lady. The old hag, I think, is how she is credited. The old hag. Snow White. That's right. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so those were some sad ones. The There was a photo that came with the Reddit thread, which usually means whoever, like the OP, the original poster, that w- was their answer to it was the bear from Splash Mountain. When you go under it, Brer Bear, and he has his butt, oh, the yeah. butt and the beehive in his face. That <laughs> was cute. there. Which I guess now, yeah, it is defunct, isn't it? Yeah, well, kind of. It's in Tokyo still. So. Ah, for now. For now. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know if that exact bear is there. All right. Next up, we have a battle that Disney fans are fighting over. And it's which, okay. uh, which of these two songs from Winnie the Pooh, which of the two is scarier than the other? And um, I already messed it up. It's not from Winnie the Pooh. It's from... It's from Winnie the Pooh and Dumbo. Okay, so the question is, the, the, the argument is, which is scarier? Pink Elephants on Parade from Dumbo or Heffalumps and Woozles from Winnie the Pooh? Scarier. Okay, they are both creepy because <laughs> the Heffalumps and Woozles ones, I think they say, beware, beware. Da-da. It's like really like creeping you out, getting you prepared for these Heffalumps and Woozles. But then they also have the pink elephants that says similar stuff, right? What does it say at the beginning? We're coming for you. We're coming for you. We are going to yeah, kill you. Yeah, it says like some really trunks. creepy stuff in it. 
We will strangle you with our trunks. Um, now I need to look up the lyrics of this they one. Are, yeah, they are both creepy. The person who posted this was like, yeah, they are both what I consider psychedelic horror. <laughs> yes. It. That's so cool. That's great. Especially stuff from back then. It was just weird. I do remember as a kid thinking the pink elephant scene was a little bit, it was so very different than the rest What's of Jumbo. And yeah. it was, um, I didn't think it was scary, but it was a little bit off-putting as a kid. But I thought it was cool at the same time, I guess. It's like that song from um, Willy Wonka in the tunnel. Yes. Like, what's happening? Real uneasy mm-hmm. and uncomfortable. And- <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I don't know if I could pick one of the two. I think they're both spooky. I'm going to give that one to Pink Elephants just because it was first, like classic. Me too. Right? Me too. Dumbo. Love to see Classic. when they randomly show up in things like Phantasmic for like a second on the projector or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like the consensus is Pink Elephants from the other Redditors. Uh, someone says, purely a thing Look of nightmare- nightmares. Purely a thing of nightmares. Yes. Psychedelic nightmares. <laughs> someone says, the- and it's funny because it always goes with acid. Remember people called the acid room yeah. all the time on the. Winnie the Pooh ride for the Heffalump's room. <laughs> oh, that's true. It is very drugged out. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. So let's continue with what people are saying in the Disney fan community. Who would you choose as your Jedi master? So think of all the Star Wars uh, Force users who either are or once were a Jedi. Who would you choose to be your master and train you? I do I have to lean towards the most obvious. I think so. Um, I'm just gonna stick with. It. I'm gonna go with Obi Wan. Oh, he's a good one. We've seen him. Yeah. Try and fail with Anakin, but it seems like that wasn't Obi Wan's fault. Anakin was it destined wasn't. for um, that guy. Nonsense. It was dark. <laughs> Obi Wan tried. And he was so good to uh, what's her face, little young Leia in his TV show. Yeah, aw. He was really good with He seems her. like a sweetheart, so I, I want him as my teacher. Very strict, though. No, it's kind. You can't have any attachments, no fun, no love, no partners. That's true. Maybe so. not then. Shoot. Ooh, strict. But you'll be a good Jedi. Yeah. So, okay, Obi-Wan. I would choose uh. Yoda. I just think... Yoda. I mean, he's... Why well, don't even think about like Yoda? He's Grandmaster Yoda at this point, and he's funny i think i would laugh at him not with him and i would hope he thinks that's okay and then um i like he doesn't catch on all of his like riddles like in trying to solve his riddles to learn i would like that and i thought he like try to just solve what he's speaking because he doesn't speak proper english everything is a riddle pretty much that he's saying Um, i would want dagobah yoga yoda though specifically because he was crazier older in exile um the seagulls like, that seagulls lip sync bad lip sync the seagulls oh that was hilarious <laughs> backpack on for you while you jump or something like that yeah that's I what i was picturing too was dagobah yoda specifically so i guess that would be nice my, my yoda ma- my jedi masters jedi so you have kenobi that's cute i have yoda and we will be very good jedi so the number one answer was anakin skywalker what? Yeah, and people were like, really? Like, look what happened, and look what happened with Ahsoka, and look what happened to him. But they're saying he was the most 
uh, humanized and, you know, because he was kind of like a gray Jedi, like he was playing with dark and light. He wasn't one or the other until he became. Okay. So I guess he's rebellious too, which Ahsoka took on. She became rebellious, I think, because of him too. So maybe Ahsoka would be a good one too. But yeah, for whatever reason, number one was Anakin. I thought about Ahsoka and she's a little too sassy for me. Like I think I'd be annoyed with her. As my master, <laughs> she's got a lot of. <laughs> but I would want to be her friend. <laughs> <laughs> too yeah. much going on, like girl, too much. Like, don't give me your baggage. Uh, I need girl, to be you my too own much. Jedi. <laughs> but number two was Luke, Luke Skywalker himself, who did a start in Academy. And by the way, I did kind of want to take back Obi Wan once you oh. talked about how strict he was and go for Luke because <laughs> Luke seems more fun, especially like Mark Hamill nowadays. Luke, <laughs> just like. Kind of wild and silly, and I think he'd be fun to have as a teacher. Luke is a good one, and he was taught by the Grandmaster Yoda, so there you go. That's right. Uh, Luke. Luke was number two, but he will try to kill you in your sleep if he thinks you're going to be up to no good at some point, which is what he That's, did to his that is very nephew, true. Ben, poor thing. Uh, but speaking of an academy, I heard they're filming the next Star Wars movie, the one that's about Rey Skywalker building out a new Jedi Order as soon as spring of next year. And that's pretty cool because they always announce these movies and nothing ever happens. So if it starts going into production that soon, that is a good sign that's for so crazy, Star Wars fans, right? Back in the what? movie theaters, we've only been on streaming for quite a while now. Quite a while. Crazy. Um, all right. Back to the parks. People are asking, how busy will it get in Magic Kingdom, Disney World specifically, December 23rd through 25th. So those are Christmas days. Mm. And this poor soul that posted this innocent question. (laughs) With no one else to turn to. No one else to turn to. Posted this innocent question in the Disney Disney fan Reddit. Just got attacked. Like, what are you thinking? It's going to be crowded. Did you even get a ticket? It's going to be sold out. Like, everyone is piling it on. The fact that this person had to do that little thing and add an edit. Never mind. Just wanted to see your opinion on this. Thank you. (laughs) I mean, what would you expect? You never know these days, though, holiday. But I was going to say the funniest part is now is the time to actually ask that because we've seen very weird trends. Yeah. And I don't know if Walt Disney World did the same as us, but did they block out their past all of their past members for Christmas? No idea. No idea. Yeah, I still get confused about did. the tiers over there. I just renewed mine, and I couldn't even do it on the website. I had to call because it was the DVC one. So I'm not sure what the block the blockout days are for those other ones. Um, but I do know that sometime in January, they're going to stop making dated ticket holders require a park reservation, which is really nice. I'm planning a trip with my family end of January, so we were looking into that, and it was a relief that we didn't have to worry about that. I still have to book because I'm an annual pass. Uh, But yeah, Mm -hmm. so I don't know what that's going to be like uh, for Christmas visitors, but I bet you it'll be mostly ticketed people. I think that's what we're kind of guessing. Okay. Unless annual pass. Uh, But my favorite response on this that was upvoted the most, two words from Reddit poster The Wine Burglar. So I'm going to repeat the question again. How busy will it get at Magic Kingdom on December 23rd through December 25th? The Wine Burglar says... Oh, honey. That's all they wrote. <laughs> that's all they wrote. Murder, she wrote, and that's all she wrote. That's great. Uh, but yeah, so if you're going to visit the parks, you, I mean, 
try to plan around it. Expect it to be busy. Just have a good time looking at decorations, eating food, whatever the case is. Get your AP brain on. Yeah, get Even though that's not even a thing anymore. It is for me. AP brain. Magic MK brain. (laughs) MK brain. Okay, so... It doesn't have the same ring. (laughs) It doesn't. It makes me think of Mortal Kombat. So uh, I am a big Spider-Man fan, as you know, and Marvel. You are. And Spider-Man has gone through so many different iterations of his character, character design, his superpowers. And so in the Marvel Studios subreddit of Disney, people are talking about two versions of the Spider-Man web, web strings or whatever you want to call it. And the question is, which do you prefer? Spider-Man's organic webbing or Spider-Man's mechanical webbing? So now I know I have to stop and explain this to most people. So in the comics, and I would say most of the time we see Spider-Man in most of the movies, in the video game, he has a mechanical one. So it's something that requires refills. He is a super genius engineer, which is how he was able to build it. And he builds the fluid too that comes out that he can then use as these strong strings that combined with his spider powers like sticking to the wall and super strength and spidey senses it completes the spider you know the spider character by having the webs now there was one version and i hope i'm getting this right it was the movie the original trilogy that came out by sam raimi i think it was one of the the older ones it's not tom holland they had the web come out of toby right it came out of his wrists which is so disgusting when I think about it. And that, that, that's what these Redditors are saying. It's like, okay, do you like the organic or the mechanical? What are your thoughts on that? I, so I also think it's disgusting, but I don't think I thought it was disgusting until <laughs> that movie. What was it called? Where no, they were oh, all on it? No Way Home. No Way Home. And the way they were playing around with that scene, it made me really grossed out about it. But I had never really thought of it that way before. Oh, is that so I'm actually going to go with that one. They called out Toby huh? having the weird, gross kind. Yeah, yeah. they're like, ew, where does that come from? Like, what? <laughs> um, and it should come from the butt because if it's a spider, it's so gross. All of it's gross. It's it is gross. Um, but I'm going to stick with organic because... I think all of them were bit by a spider, right? So, like, they're supposed to have these spider-like abilities now, and that would be one of them. So why wouldn't he create a web if he's now this, like, hybrid of a spider instead of having to build something that makes a web? And it's also more fun to think, like, you're a superhero and you have this mutant power or whatever versus just creating it with a machine. So I'm going to stick with organic. Organic. How about you? I... I'm on the fence because I believe what you say. I think it makes natural sense for a superhero, especially a part of the Marvel superheroes, to be like some kind of weird hybrid after an event happened, like being bit by the radioactive spider. Totally makes sense. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of the reason why the fans are defending the the classic version where it's mechanical, it's on his wrist, he makes the fluid, it runs out. Some of there are several reasons why, and I agree with these also. One is Peter Parker is meant to be like really smart engineer. Like he went to that tech school in New York City and is supposed to be almost as smart as um, Tony Stark. Like he was his apprentice for a while, Iron Man's. 
and cool enough and smart enough to make this gadget for himself okay. after Fair. he got the spider powers. So he's like, he oh, made his suit too, right? So yeah, there you go. And then the other part is they needed something to make sure he wasn't too overpowered. And the comic writers needed ways for him to be in peril. We used that word earlier. In peril. <laughs> so if you're fighting an enemy or you're falling down a building and you suddenly run out of, you have no more web shooters, it adds drama. So I guess those are part of the reasons it's there. Yeah. But I, I, it makes okay. sense for it to be organic. It's just once I went down the, uh, the dark, dark, deep dark hole of how gross the dark it web, is, <laughs> the dark web. <laughs> no pun intended. It just kept grossing me out. Someone here on Reddit says, "I can't even imagine holding yourself like they're saying how he uses it to swing, knowing that it's coming from inside your arm. Like that is pretty gross. <laughs> <laughs> that is really gross. It's like actually. a long vein or something." <laughs> so uh yeah don't this like is, that this is what i do late at night on reddit as i just read these things and <laughs> these dark rabbit holes and then i save them up to talk to you on the podcast okay so here's a really cool one that i did not expect to find on reddit and was very happy to does tilly have a backstory that's the question asked first of all who is tilly do you know that's what I was like. Tilly the ticket taker? Who are you talking Tilly about? Tilly the ticket taker. Somebody wants to know, do no, they have a backstory? are you serious? And it turns out they sure do. And that's what somebody said was like, of course, it's Disney. Somebody did. Oh, so, my God. I don't think I know this. I'm very excited. Yes. Okay. So I am going to give you the backstory, but... It is not going to just be any backstory. It is going to be the history of Tilly the Ticket Taker, according to Mike TV. So, oh, I'm so mad at you. We have another okay. game. So Tilly has a real, real history from Disney. But in one of our f- classic uh, podcast Disneyholic show games... I am going to provide us with a list of fun facts about the history of Tilly, the ticket taker. And you have to guess which ones are not true. Which ones okay, are not okay. True. So, okay, wait. So I'm going to get the real history of Tilly, the ticket, ticket taker, and then also some Mike TV ones. Okay. Yes. This is cool. Yeah, I like this. This is cool. Okay. So let's start with the fact that. Tilly is the woman that you see in Main Street Cinema in the Ticket Ticker booth on Main Street, USA. I believe it's only Disneyland um, that has that. Now that I think about it, I really have no idea, but I'm assuming it is. Not sure. They do not have her in Disney World. Ah, there you go. So she, I don't know about other places, though. <laughs> she, you can see her at Main Street Cinema, Main Street Disneyland for sure. Um, she has a hidden talent, did you know, by the way. For playing the piano, often entertaining guests with classic film scores after hours. Tilly is also known for her extensive collection of vintage film posters, which she began collecting during her time at Main Street Cinema. Tilly is named Tilly First of because all, she okay. works. Oh. These are all so cute. I'm excited. And now I don't want to know which one's fake. Okay. Carry on. <laughs> uh, Tilly was named Tilly because she literally works at the Till, which is the cash register. Uh, so that's right. why she's named Tilly. She is from 
Marceline, Missouri. Yes, I know that one is a fact. She wears a name tag that says she's from Marceline, Missouri. Mm -hmm. She's also frequently wearing a green outfit when she's in the booth. In her early years, Tilly wore that same green outfit when she was part of a traveling theater group that performed across the Midwest. So this was before she worked at Main Street Cinema. What? I like all of these. Tilly's favorite film is from the 1940s. It inspired her love for cinema, and that film is Walt Disney's Dumbo. I think it's 1941. And then legend okay. has it, legend has it that Tilly once saved Main Street Cinema from closing and bankruptcy by hosting a successful fundraiser featuring movie stars of the era. So there you go. That's Tilly's history. That's her backstory. She's more than just Shoot. a mannequin. More than just a mannequin. We love her. Okay. I do love her. I think the entire thing is according to Mike TV. <laughs> Okay, um, pretty close. So let's go back to the Reddit. People were like, yeah, there is a story. And they were giving links. And all it was linking to were a couple of um, legit Disney, you know, like Disney blog or also fan sites like um, Disney Wiki. And then you look up Tilly. Okay. The only real facts are she worked at the Till, was named after the Till, is from Marceline, Missouri, and okay. always has worn the standard green outfit. Okay. Everything else. She has I, lots of outfits. I embellish, and I think that should be her real story. I love yeah. them all. That collection of the movie posters. Yeah. What? That's so cool. Oh, she's a fan. She watched Dumbo in 1941, found love, wanted to go work at I Main I love Street that. Cinema. What was the first one she played? She's like a silent movie theater piano player. Plays the Stop. piano, entertaining guests with classic film scores after hours at the theater. Yeah, that was good. I so, love that. I want I want Tilly to be the Mike TV version. <laughs> Mike TV. Okay, Tilly needs her own um, Disney Plus series. I could see she that. She does. Right? I could Come see on. That. Uh, all right. What else are people saying? What are also the Disney fans saying? So we talked about Tilly. We did a fun game. But as this is a Mike TV produced episode, we got to talk about TV <laughs> a little bit. So we know in twenty at the end of the year, you get a lot of those like wrap-ups, like Spotify, um, iTunes. Oh, yes. The top things. And so there is a really cool Reddit thread where people are talking about the top TV series of 23. Is that how you say it? Plural? TV series of 2023. Of the top 10 TV series, (laughs) um, best of, based on ratings, I guess, from IMDb, of the top 10... How many do you think are from Disney Plus or Disney brand? Ooh, for 2023. As we wrap up this year, how many showed up on the top 10 list? I'm going to guess like two. There wasn't that many this year, were there? Ah, you got it right. There was two. Just two. (sighs) Sweet. That made it to the top 10. What were those two? For some, I only guessed two because I can only think of Ahsoka. Um, so I'm going to guess Ahsoka, and then the other one I don't know. It's like right adjacent to it. Was That's it? probably why. It's Obi-Wan? 
What was it even called? What was his series called? That was called? the year before, I think, or even the year before. Oh, after. shoot. See? I don't even know what came out this year. It was Mando, the Mandalorian, the newest season. Oh. You didn't love that one. That's season. the one with like Lizzo and Jack Black. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Star Wars came out on top for Disney streaming. Oh, and wow. none of the Marvel shows showed up here or anything else. So interesting. Number one, I think you'd be happy about for fans of The Last of Us. That is the number yes. one series of 2023. Yes, uh, very good. Number two was Ahsoka, which you guessed. Number three is Succession on HBO. I keep trying to watch it. I can't get into it, but I hear it's good. The acting's great. Uh, Black Mirror, the current season or the latest season is number four. Of the top series. Number five is The Mandalorian. So that's the other Disney okay. series. Number top six. Top five. One Piece on Netflix. The pirate show, which is a live action adaptation of animation. I have not seen it. I heard good things. I think the fans of the comic or the graphic or the anime love it. So that's good. Yeah. Okay. I haven't even seen the anime. So I want to start off there if anything. But... <laughs> And then there's a show that I also haven't seen called The Fall of the House of Usher, which is on Netflix. And it's part of that cast and crew that do uh, the, the, the Legend of Hill House or whatever it was called. And, right. And those movies. The kid from E.T. grown up in that cast. Number eight, oh. Ted Lasso from Apple TV+. Plus. Another hugely popular show. I only watched one season and I couldn't continue. I couldn't get into it. Uh, so there's that. The bear. Never tried it. The bear is really oh, good. Oh, I keep. I want to try the bear. It is very, very good. And you know what? I'm gonna give Disney credit for this one because I forgot that this is an FX show, which Disney owns, like American Horror Story and all that. So there, they got yeah. three. They got one on cable and then two on streaming. So the bear. Perfect. Check that out. If anyone okay. loves. Um, the guy who played Lips from Shameless, the U.S. version on Showtime, he's the main character on The Bear. He plays a high-end chef that goes back home to help his family with their sandwich shop. And so that's, like I think, enough to get you interested. So if you like the sort of what happens when someone goes off, becomes famous and snobby, comes back to their old town, has to do things old school, <laughs> everybody's fighting. It's a very high-pressure show, drama, a little bit of comedy. The Bear. Very good. And then last on uh, the last of uh, the top 10 TV series of 2023 is Gen V. So that's Generation V, which is one of the spinoff shows of The Boys on Prime, which is a parody or is a, not a parody, but a satire of superhero universe world. Is it also on Prime, Gen V? It is also on Prime. I just finished uh, season one and it's so good. It was so unexpectedly good. I was just going to write it off because I don't usually, I get hesitant with spinoffs when it feels like they're trying yeah. like, to milk it or something. But um, this show is so good. So if you liked The Boys and you like just subverting the superhero MCU world and making it a little naughtier and more sexual but political and adult you will really like the boys but you will love gen v and basically what i got to the end of gen v i realized that they basically made the first live action x-men series without calling it that and okay there are times where it was toward the end where it was so blatant that i was like this is so freaking cool that they figured out how to do this because why wait 
for Fox or Disney to do it. Like these people know what they're doing and they're already playing around with sort of parodies of characters. So they do a lot of X-Men related storylines. And Gen V is really about these uh, young adults that are in a university for superheroes. And then it kind of, that's kind of also enough to get you excited. So if you're into those things, I think you would really love the show to see how superpowers come into play when you're just trying to get through like life as a young adult. Uh, okay. Again, All also right. Sounds very X Men. So yeah, very cool. And that's Sweet. it for Reddit. I had a I had a long list here, and we got through it. Scariest, it was fun. Uh, scariest one that won the song right was Pink Elephants. We talked about defunct animatronics, like the poor Disco Yeti. We talked about how crowded it probably is going to be at, on Christmas at the Disney parks. <laughs> Plus a bunch of how other things it? like the roller coaster up and down game, which was a lot of fun as well. Super fun. Yes. And thank you all for listening. And we hope you enjoyed episode 167 of the Disney Holics show. Follow us on social media at the Disney Holics. And if you'd like to get in touch, send us a DM on Instagram or contact us at thedisneyholics.com. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Spider-Man, Spider-Man Does whatever a spider can Swims away any size Catches speed just like flies Hey there, here comes that Spider-Man Strong, listen, but he's got radioactive blood. Can he swing from a thread? Take a look overhead. Hey there, here goes that Spider Man. In the chill of the night, at the scene of the crime, like a Disneyland.